I'm going to tell you a little bit about how um, my sermons come together. Uh, since I don't preach every week, I don't have a system of, like most preachers do. They have kind of a system of writing sermons, those who preach every week. I don't have one of those. And so um, for the first several times that I preached here, I would prepare, since I had lots of time to prepare, I would start preparing about a month in advance. And I found that even though I prepared about a month in advance, usually the last sentence of my sermon got written on Saturday before it was delivered on Sunday. So then I thought, I'm just going to start preparing on Monday. And maybe if I don't give so much time to it, it'll come together a little sooner. Well, it didn't. Um, so, so then, um, you know, I find myself still writing on Saturday. Um, and then I started trying to try, start on Thursday. That didn't really work. Anyway, all that to say, my sermons usually come together on Saturday. And so several of you are going to find yourself in my sermon today. Your names are in there. And I didn't call you ahead of time. So I'm telling you now so that you can stay awake during the service, because if I call your name and you're asleep, people are going to laugh at you. So, there you go. May the peace of our Lord be with you. By faith, Moses and Miriam's people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. Their faith became their solid ground. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days by marchers. The marchers' faith brought down what stood between them and the promises of God. By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish because she received the spies in peace, giving them shelter from their enemies. Her faith became her shelter. By faith, Gideon asked for what he needed, signs and wisdom, so that he might conquer the Midianites and take his place among the leaders who brought peace to Israel. His faith called others to repentance. By faith, Ruth went with Naomi to a place that she did not know, so that she and Naomi might find a way to live in the midst of their tragedy. Her faith became her new home. By faith, Samuel listened to God, gave hard news to Eli, and became a prophet of the Lord, leading the Israelites and eventually appointing their king. His faith became his ears, listening for the voice of God. By faith, John the Baptist called people to repentance and baptized them with water. His faith made a way in the wilderness. By faith, Mary overcame her position in society and the fears of an unexpected pregnancy to give birth to a son. Her faith gave birth to hope. 
By faith, Jesus, who was fully divine and fully human, preached with the fire of today's gospel lesson on the one hand and with the peace of last week's gospel lesson on the other. He preached love and truth so fully intertwined that it led to his death, his burial, and his resurrection. His faith became our resurrection. By faith, the women at the tomb did not remain silent, but shared their encounter with the disciples. Their faith made way for our own. By faith, the early church was filled with the Holy Spirit and shared everything among themselves so that no one lacked for anything. Their faith became our example. By faith, Paul and Barnabas sailed to Cyprus and Pamphylia and Galatia, carrying the good news beyond its birthplace. Their faith became the wind of the Spirit, carrying the gospel. By faith, Priscilla and Aquila joined Paul in tent-making and explained the ways of God to Paul more accurately. Their faith helped others to know God more fully. By faith, Lydia's heart was opened to hear the good news, and her whole family was baptized. Her faith brought the good news into her home. By faith, countless disciples proclaimed the good news far and wide, so that the gospel might spread around the globe and across the centuries. Their faith gave birth to our family of faith, then and now, here and everywhere. By faith, bishops met in Nicaea and Rome and Carthage and Trent to discuss and shape the theology that would be accepted by the church. Their faith became our doctrine and our scriptures. By faith, Martin Luther nailed the 95 theses to the door of Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany, launching the Protestant Reformation. His faith created a movement. By faith, that movement gave birth to ideas like the priesthood of the believer, so that in 1966, when Leland Speed and John Palmer and Bob Guyton and Rubel Phillips stood on a street corner and decided to stop talking and do something, they had ideas to turn to when they met with Ashley Kitchings and birthed a church that would be distinctive but orthodox, different but nevertheless Baptist. Their faith began to form Northminster Baptist Church. By faith, the family of faith called Northminster broke from the expected and elected Jan Purvis to its deacon board on September 21st, 1975, strengthening the foundation for years of visible church leadership by both men and women. That faith taught many that they could be exactly who God called them to be. 
By faith, John Claypool stood in this pulpit following the Easter flood of 1979 and told folks to go home, put on their work clothes, and do what they could to help. And they, you, really did. Dr. Claypool's faith gave permission for the church to be the church in its community. By faith, in 1979, while delivering bags to boarding homes, Mike Peters came up short on bags and told the folks he was delivering to that he would be back with more. He surprised those folks when he came back with more bags a couple of hours later. And he and Northminster have been going back every year since. Mike's faith has sustained a beloved Advent project for over 40 years. By faith, in 1983, a subcommittee of the deacons of Northminster, comprised of Barry Barr, Suzanne Boone, Alan Perry, and John Thomason, proposed a program to train laity to be caregivers with the task of staying in touch with church members, paying attention to special needs, cultivating friendship, and providing fellowship throughout the congregation. Their proposal gave birth to the caregiving ministry, which Suzanne Boone directed in its early days, and through which church members and others in our circle of care are still being prayed for and cared for to this very day. The subcommittee's faith created a ministry of presence. By faith, in 1987, Dot Taylor proposed to the Board of Deacons that Northminster adopt Span Elementary School. And the Adopt-A-School Committee, spearheaded by Dot Taylor and Elizabeth Dean, was created. Span Elementary and Northminster began its 32nd year of partnership last week. Dot and Elizabeth's faith became a lasting relationship with a community partner. By faith, Annette Hitt and Betsy Ditto have welcomed the children of our church every Sunday morning for decades, receiving children from parents whom they received as children, helping generations of our family of faith to be shaped and formed by the work of our Sunday school teachers and children's worship leaders. Their faith has passed the promises of God from generation to generation. By faith, Northminster's choir and organ have led the congregation and worship. By the way, we're so glad that y'all are back. Their faith has carried us through some of our highest highs and lowest lows. And I don't just mean musical notes. By faith, in 2001, the proposals of the Special Missions Project Committee, led by Cheryl Allen and Jim Warren, and the Building Committee, led by John Clark, were approved so that every dollar given to building within these walls to construct the balcony and the adult education building was matched to reach beyond these walls through the ministry called a wider net. Their faith gave birth to a mutual ministry of friendship. By faith, Northminster 
with leadership from Jill Buckley, led the congregation in assisting more than 35 families whose lives were uprooted by Hurricane Katrina. The faith of this congregation became a way forward for people who lost everything. By faith, the youth have served over 20,000 meals at Stewpot. Their faith has filled the stomachs of the hungry. By faith, 59 people have served as deacons, and countless others have served on our 39 standing committees, and that many more have served as Sunday school teachers and Meals on Wheels drivers and book study leaders and Bible study teachers and ushers and atrium teachers and Girls of Grace and Guys 456 teachers and youth workers. And by faith, I bet Barbara Webb could count them all. Her faith and theirs has led our congregation to be God's redemptive people in the world. By faith, Major Treadway preached a sermon last week that challenged our family of faith to do that which Chuck Poole calls us to do so regularly that someone should edit the classic song, What Would Chuck Tweet?, to include a reference to standing up for and sitting down with those whom Jesus would stand up for and sit down with. Then Chuck spent his week walking through a trailer park in Canton, meeting any needs that he could while on sabbatical. And Major spent his week laying the groundwork to call together faith communities from all over our state to meet the needs of those affected by last week's raids. By faith, Northminsterites, or Northminstertians, or whatever you prefer to be called, the Northminster family of faith gathered and organized supplies, cared for children, prayed and gave money to help people affected by the raids. Chuck and Major's faith gave voice and hands and feet to our calling. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us live by faith. Amen. <laughs>